Welcome to this week's Anglers Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by Ranger Boats. Still building legends one at a time. Now here's your host, Chris Brown. Welcome, folks, to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by Sportsman's Warehouse, your fishing and outdoor store, and, of course, powered by those Rely-On Lithium batteries, tailor-made lithium for your boat, giving you the most power to help you make the most of your time on the water. Check them out at RelyOnBattery.com. I'm Chris Brown, along with Director of Everything, Mr. David Shong, AC Insider, Mr. Kenneth Grover, and, of course... Mr. Jason Duran has joined us for the beginning of the show this week. Basically, we just waited for him. It's 6.30, so we made it. It's it's what happens. So um, it is the week of February, well, it's the 24th as you listen to this crazy-ass show. And (sighs) gentlemen, how the heck are you? Good. It's It's summertime again. It's close. You're right. It's close. It's Let's see what it is right now. It's 61 degrees in my house right now. My my readout on my truck on the way home was 72 degrees. 72. Damn it, baby. I love it. David, how's it in your neck of the woods? (laughs) It's the snow. It hit the 40s, and I I was tempted to bring out my shorts. It hit the 40s, and, you know, I'm not that crazy, so... Can you see your mailbox yet? Is it still covered in snow? Oh, no, he still can't. He still can't see that. Speaking of mail, my mail got cut off. My zip code—they cut my mail off. I, I get mail every three days now. I think it is or every two days. What? I mean, yeah, every like okay, every two days I get mail. Yeah, it's the craziest thing. So, but the best part was George and I were down in the garage today doing some work on my my system there. Get my batteries charged, all my shit updated. You know, buying into that system. And then, um, and so the UPS guy pulls up and I see him and he steps out of the truck and George is sitting in the driveway and he stops and he looks at her and he looks at me and I'm like, I can get it. No worries. So I walked in the driveway and I get the package. He didn't want to come up. I'm, I kind of laugh. So she and I ran some errands. George is my 10 month old chocolate lab for anybody that's new to the show. She and I run some errands. I come back and I look and, and there's a cul-de-sac to my left, a little small one. I look down and we've got some new neighbors. Uh, that just moved in a few weeks ago, and they have a nine-year-old yellow lab that just sits in their driveway, or he lays there. And today he was laying, by, he was laying on the on the front sidewalk. Right, beautiful dog, never barks, never he never see him go anywhere. He just sits there and kind of guards life. Well, out by the mailbox, there was I can send you a picture. Probably seven Amazon packages stacked up, right brand new packages like just delivered and it hit me ups man did not want to go to the door because the dog was laying there so it was uh it was pretty pretty comical at that but it was a beautiful day to be outside that's uh that's for sure so uh nothing wrong with that we um speaking of which the gill giveaway are you guys signed up for the gill giveaway i know kenneth is he can't win it but he signed up jason signed up for it he can't win i got an email about i'm like but what? you can't. You can sign up, but if I pick your name, I'm going on the next guy because y'all y'all can't win. But let, the, let me let me tell you. You know I don't like cold weather. I you hate it. I ordered some gill gear back in December. It may have been November. Yeah, and it has saved me. I, I can actually fish in weather colder than 50 degrees thanks to gill. Yeah, I agree with that. I've got I've got my gill uh, Langland or lag whatever it's called. Jason just picked his up. 
He hadn't worn it yet. He wasn't even sure what it was when I gave it to him for Christmas. I didn't but know. You surprised Jason, me. David's got the zip-up version. Deal, right? Dude, it's waterproof. It's blood, Stain sweat, gut-proof. I mean, Georgia jumped up on me today with muddy paws, and they, they walked right off. I mean, it's a- I'm it's looking a, forward to that. It's a badass sweatshirt, but you're right. I mean, I had my gill gloves on this weekend. I kept my fingers warm. Look, look, David's wearing his right now. Look at there. I see the Gill logo. So, I mean. Turn some heat on, David. Listen, this has been the biggest giveaway we've done as far as sheer size of people joining in, right? This is an $800 value, you know, that we're going to give away. It's a three-layer pro Gill suit. Anglerschannel.com. Up in the right-hand corner, you see contest. Click on, click on giveaway. Hit it. Fill in your info. It'll fire me an email. We'll throw them all into a big mix. We'll pick a number between one and whatever. If we draw your name, you win. I mean, how freaking easy is that? You got till March 13th, which is a Saturday, I was informed. Not a Friday, but a Saturday. Got to the 13th. My birthday's on the 15th, FYI. I'm an extra large. Yep. But um, so you guys, uh, I mean, check it out. I mean, you can't go wrong with that at all. So we do have a cool show for you guys tonight. Um Fantasy fishing has gone nuts. There's like 2,700 people that are in our fantasy fishing group right now. Um, and so I called my buddy Ronnie Moore today. I said, dude, you got to come on. Let's talk fantasy. And he says, absolutely. Let me check my calendar. And I'm like, you ain't got a calendar. You don't start You don't start filming until Thursday. He's on. He's going to be here. If you want to know more about live fantasy fishing, the Elite Series, Ronnie's the guy. Ken Duke Jr., we call him. AKA David's BFF. David, when we have a question about bass, David gets them little fingers going and he he gets hold of running and it, dude, it's like Johnny on the spot. So we got uh, got an exciting deal going on with there. And I, I you know, I gotta give who was it that was it you, Jason, that popped up on Monday morning saying, Hey, Red Crest is up. Anybody watching? Is that you? <laughs> Was that you? Y'all must have been yeah, watching. That it. was me. That was me. I was like, I hadn't heard from you guys. I figured y'all were all, you know, buried into the red guest watching. Then I, come to find out, I was the only one watching. I kind of forgot it was on. Uh, but a little Red Crest update. Sports Warehouse Ranger Boats Pro. Brian Thrift after qualifying day two. Brian Thrift's got a nice little lead or had a nice little lead because they're all zero now. But he won the qualifying round with 50 pounds even or 50 50.04 for two days at 45 pounds on day one 504 today he i guess he did a lot of looking didn't he i didn't watch it did anybody else watch it mm-hmm. a lot of them did a lot of looking today was pretty boring yeah so kind of, kind of fun though it's edwin a little tougher i think right edwin made a big jump today jordan lee made a big jump today which jordan that's just pure you know skill that's what that is the others yeah. i can't say a lot about but I did watch the last maybe 10 minutes. I, I muted it because y'all know how I am. I muted it. Um, and Michael Neal catches like a two-something right at the end. And Fletcher Shryock thinks he's in, right? You know, what What do we call him? Wolfgang, you know, Duck or Puck or what? what's his, what's his name? What do you call him? Huh? Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf, yeah. Teen Wolf thinks he's in. Oh, Mr. Full Throttle. He was all hyped up on Full Throttle. Teen Wolf thinks he's in. Pitches to a deal. Line goes over a twig. He gets a bite and misses it. It was a giant. He didn't need much. He missed it. He he missed it by just over a pound. Didn't need much, and he's in 21st place. He's out. 
So except kind of like hitting a rut and the whoops and not quite finishing the crossing the finish line where you need to. Yeah, exactly what it is. It, it didn't hurt my feelings. I'll be really honest with you. I'm sorry, Fletch. It, it didn't hurt my feelings. But um, Strader, Rose, Elam, Clawson, Ayler, Brent Meyer, Scott Suggs, Jeff Spray, Mark Daniels Jr. finished 30th. Uh, go on down. Alton Jones was 40th. Poroznik, 38th. Um, Lucas, not a great tournament, 34th. Bertrand, 33rd. Um, and if you're wondering – why the weights seem so low for fishing Lake Palestine? Because they're not on Palestine. They moved again. They're on Lake Eufaula, Alabama. Roll Tide, sweet home. Is this the first Red Crest? I don't remember. It's like the sixth, isn't it? Fifth or sixth? What is it, David? You know. It's what? The first one in one and a half years? <laughs> it's, it's the second one. It's the second one, it's but second it's the one. first one in forever. <laughs> but it's it's the first championship event that I've ever heard of. Them. Now, I, I get it going from 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 Grove to um, uh, or Gibson. Where, where was it going to be? Grand. Grand. Thank you. Right. Grove, Grand, Gibson. I get them all confused. From going from Grand to Palestine, right? I get that. Palestine, Palestine, or you want to call it. I get that. But then they moved it because everything was frozen. Well, dude, it's it's summertime there now. I mean, they're catching some big ones there now. I'm sure they moved to Eufaula. They get one day of practice. Which, hey, I'm grateful they're they're you know sweet home. All my buddies are texting me going, "How are you going to come down for this one now that's in Eufaula?" Dude, I still got a life. I still got things to do. Right? I still have things I have to take care of here. Plus, big boys playing in a regional tournament, you know, semifinals. We're getting, you know, we're in the Elite Eight right now. I got to go watch that. But um, so, you know, I had things to do, but I did pay attention via score tracker. I did pay attention once I figured out how it all works, right? Because we had to go through that process. Kenneth threw me under the bus, asking me if I phoned a friend. But um, we had to go through all that to figure out how all that works. It was just a question, and I gave you a a very honest answer. But Thrift, Montgomery, Burge, Defoe, Tock, Stephen Browning, who's now in a Ranger. I don't understand it, but he is. Andy Morgan, Edwin Evers, Alton Jones Jr., KVD, David Dudley, who was bad-mouthing Eufaula and didn't catch us a four-pounder today. I did see that. Gagliardi, Tharp, Davis, Wheeler, Chapman, Lee, Rambanis, Jordan Lee, not Matt, Rambanis, Dustin Cannell, Mike O'Neill, all your top 20. Now, 10 fish tomorrow or 10 fish today, Wednesday, and then 10 fish Thursday. Top five out of each of those goes on to Friday's final round. And do we know who is going to be in what group yet? Mm-hmm. We do. Who? Assume it's odds and evens. Well, I, you, it's, you got group A and group B. Where? Where can I find that? <clears throat> the, okay. Major League Fishing Instagram. Why don't you read it to me? Official, then? Who, official, who is who is uh, Group A fishing today on Wednesday? Andy Montgomery, Zach Burge, Stephen Browning, Andy Morgan, Kevin Van Dam, David Dudley, Mark Davis, Jacob Wheeler, Fred Rambanis, Dustin Cannell. Okay, so it's not odds and evens. Nope. Okay. Well, that's good to know. See, Kenneth, it would have made an ass out of you and me, right there. Well, then, how, I mean, how do they pick it? They just it's a random it's it doesn't it doesn't make any sense well it's it's you know they they ask each guy did you see where thrift caught on day one they said yes and they said okay you go you go day one you go day one you go day one thrift you just sit there with your head between your legs and you're not you can't go anywhere you just wait no so waits are zeroed 
Top five from today, move on to Friday. Top five from Thursday, move on to Friday. $300,000 champ, Red Crest. I'm, I'm disappointed in the lack of marketing for this event, the lack of deal, but they did go out and get another, another, another lawnmower sponsor. So we have the Toro Cut Line, which I'm going to be honest, it's pretty damn good marketing right there. I, I give Toro that, right? That's pretty good for a lawnmower. I don't know why uh, Toro and Bad Boy Buggy used to be both. Of course, the Bad Boy Buggy's chick is a lot prettier than the than Jess Sprague on the Toro, but that's just that's just me. So sad news. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, you pick them updates, David. Do you want to jump in? Do you want to talk about you pick them? If if you have any comments on the Red Crest, I'd love to hear about it via the Exxon Hotline two five six five three five. Three, two, one, seven. I know they're out there. I got one. I got one. I, I, I did get one. I was going to save it for news and notes, but Ronnie talks too long. We can't even get there at this point. Um, I, this was an unsolicited, an unsolicited Facebook message. Okay, I, <laughs> I, I, I mean, look me dead in the eye, boys. Unsolicited. Okay, out of the blue, my messenger goes ding, and I click it, and I'm like, oh. I read it. It was another one that I didn't realize it was on. And I quote, I can name his name, but I quote, how can a company as big as MLF not know their announcers suck? And there was one more word after that. I won't read it. It's a family show. <laughs> how can a company as big as MLF not know their announcers suck? That's all I'm going to say. I'd love to hear your thoughts. 256-535-3217. X-Zone Hotline. Brought to you by Exxon Lures. Check them out online, exxonlures.com. Find out why Brandon Polinick and Carl Jakobson, all those guys, fish with what they do. All right, Ranger Boats Pass wrap-up. David, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Hit it. All right, so it looks like uh, the weather was still affecting a bunch of our tournaments, so we only have two events up for this week here. Two. Um, two. 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 But I made up for it, and this week's coming coming up this week so <laughs> so uh the first one up was the arizona bass nation event on lake roosevelt and uh they do the format for that one is in hundreds of a pound but if you do the math uh what one ounce is 0. 0.06 so 600 a little over 600 of a pound and just a little over an ounce separated the top three guys that took the, that that finished in the top three here. But the winner of that particular event was Jesse Parks with a twelve point three one winning weight. Twelve point three one winning weight, and we bring it over here to the U Pickums and George Deemer with a twelve point two five. Oh, for the win! Twelve point two five. I'm going to look and see. Who all was close? I, and I want to say this: we have, we have. Well, I'll, I'll talk about it a little more later. We have freaking soared in the U Pickham. But let's see, twelve point two five. How many guys do we have in that range? We had quite a few. Twelve point two or twelve point three one. Twelve two five. We actually had two at twelve point two five. So Joe Opaker also gets Ooh. in that uh, in that list. So. Joe Opeger was there. Rick Cagle barely missed it, had a 12.43. We had a few at 12.50. So, um, so yeah, it was uh, it was, it was was a, a tight race in that one for sure. So, I uh, can't believe I missed Joe in that, though. So, we had uh, Joe to add to that list as well. So, oops. 
He's in the running because it's a pretty close race. So. Oh, but is it? But is it? it? It may be a close race, but is it really? So we'll we'll visit that in a minute. Go on to uh, to our next event. All right. So we move over to the Carolina Bass Challenge. They have their event on Lake Norman. Would you Would you like to know who won it between all of us? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'll save that for the end. Go ahead. I mean, I I, I know I overguessed on that one, so I didn't get the Kevin. Point, so. Kenneth, no, Kenneth didn't put points in. Kenneth didn't pick. He was busy. He was busy doing doing Toyota Pro shit. What he was <laughs> doing, doing real <laughs> doing real world stuff. As as Daryl Gleason <laughs> sent me a text today, and he says, "Just keeping up with the Joneses or with with consistency." I'm going to Tennessee to do elite shit, and I said, "Buck, you do you, you do you, bro." All right, David. Sorry about that, bud. Nope, that's fine. Uh, well, speaking of just, uh, I think he finished what in the top fiftieth percentage of, of of that. So, you know, pretty good showing. He did. He had, he, had, he had a really good event. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Sorry, that was the wrong one. There it is. There it is. He was telling the bass to open his mouth, and, and they they didn't. Yeah. So, good job, Kenneth. Turn your mic on. It was it was a missed opportunity. Is what it was. Yes, I understand. I'm not gonna bring up your co-angler. Anyway, your co-angler caught what? <laughs> I, I didn't bring it up. I, I netted sixteen. Um, sixteen you pounds two ounces. Right. Where did your Where did he finish in the turvy? So you were around the fish. Where did he finish uh, in the turvy? I was doing the right thing. I was in the right area. My game plan was good, except for the fact that I didn't execute the second day. So what where was did, he doing different than you? I mean, let's do break this down. What was he doing different than you? Well, I, I will tell you this. The first four fish that he put in the boat, they were hooked in the side. Oh. Oh, okay. You're ramming them. Okay. So he, he was finessing a rattle trap. Oh. And they weren't necessarily eating very well that second day. Gotcha. Gotcha. So did you just throw a big travel hook out there and just start jerking it? Just. <laughs> Well, no, Chris. That would be against the rules. Gig them, gig them. Sorry, I know it would be. I'm just, I'm just asking. Asking a question. Sorry, didn't mean to push any buttons there. I didn't bring it up. They did. But I just but look, look, look. Th- this guy. Th- this since we brought it up, this guy, this guy was from Florida. He goose egged the first day. Was with a guy that wasn't around any fish. Okay, he, he had not. I think he told me he had not fished a tournament since 2007. Oh wow! Oh wow! Wow. A bit of an older gentleman. So he he, he, he was right to him. He was on cloud nine. He I was ecstatic. Was. That's awesome. Like, oh, that's cool. Like he asked me to take pictures of his two biggest fish before we went to the weigh-ins. You know, it, it, as as bad as I felt I did on that day, to see mm-hmm. his excitement and what it did for him, I, I was glad to be a part of that. It, that was cool to see. You know, he told me I asked him if he's gonna fish the other events. He said probably not, but but now he's thinking about you know, finding more to enter and maybe getting back to a boater next year. Cool. So, I, you know, that that was worth the day, to, just just to see that guy's excitement. That right there, my friend, is called growing the sport, Kenneth. And I, That's I right. salute you. Got it. Good job. Congratulations, buddy. I appreciate you. That's awesome. That is uh, That was awesome. All right. So, moving on, David, you want to – Sorry, scare us out of this. I mean, that was positive. (laughs) It was. Well, it wasn't positive to me, but that's okay. I I got another opportunity. It's a learning experience, and I'm just more hungry. You know what? I'm gonna say this really quick, bud. I'm proud as can be for you to for you 
for even for being there. I, I know you weighed a lot of options and you've been talking about a lot of things the past year or two. And for you to pull a trigger on this, you and I talked about it. For you to pull a trigger and go and do this, I know may not a lot may not look at it as a big deal. That's a big deal to me, and I'm I'm proud for you. I really am. I'm proud to say I I know that guy that crossed the stage because I watched it. I watched the weigh-ins, waiting for Kenneth Burwood to cross the stage. So proud of you, buddy. Well, I appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. So, all right, David, go ahead. Uh, so we finished it up with the, uh, like I said, the Carolina Bass Challenge event on Lake Norman, and the team of Ashley and Seth Brotherton caught six point. I'm sorry, sixteen point six four pounds with a five point six two big fish to take the win there. And I guess winning our final point for the U picks for this week is. That would be. Let me get back to that. David Wilder with sixteen forty three in that one. So that was a uh, that was a good event for for him. Let me get back to this really fast to see where who all we had. We didn't have that many around it. I mean, we had a few, but that was by far the closest one to it. Had a sixteen thirty five. Um, not many 16s were guessed in this one at all, but you mentioned points a minute ago, right? You mentioned points, and there's a lot of guys stuck at one right now, all right? Mike Simon, Burt Seitz, Ronnie Henninger, Bob Matthews, Billy Lawson, Willie Willie McCall, Timothy Brewer, Jake Miles, George Zimmer, David Wilder, Joe Opeger, all right? All tied with one, but... I found out a little bit about the old Georgia Bass Trail on Lake Sinclair. All right. Turns out they got a Facebook group. And now that I've joined the group, I get all kinds of messages from these guys, right? Every minute. Every minute I get a message. So jumping back to week two, Georgia Bass Trail on Lake Sinclair, Fernando Duran. Do you know Fernando? No. No. Fernando Duran and Brandon Cochran took the win with 1765. Okay. Did my little calculation. Like that. Chris Pease with the win. Anybody want to guess what he picked? He nailed it. 1765. On the nose. Two points. Chris Pease is leading this deal coming into this week. And you know what? He put his picks in. Yesterday, I got them. I put them in for them as I as I come across. Chris Pace leads with two points. To everybody's one. Then we get to our us, the four or five of us right here. And Kenneth, we knew would be a zip, but that but Kenneth Kenneth did win the Georgia Bastro last point. week. Right? He won the Georgia Bastro <laughs> point. So currently tied for last place, David and KG. Tied for second place, me and Michelle. Michelle won both points this week. Both points. She did. Ooh. With a 1089 and a 1530, she wins them both. <laughs> I know. I couldn't believe it. And Jason still has a narrow lead with four points going into the final week. Final week of you pickums happening now. If you're listening to this and you have not got your picks in, you have until midnight tonight, Wednesday, the 24th, midnight tonight to get your picks in. And we went ahead and added a couple extras since we did get some postponements. We got to know the winning weight for the Bassmaster Elite Series event in Knoxville. 
winning weight over four days. So those of you that sent me a, uh, sent me a, a pick and you said 23 pounds, 10 ounces, you're not going to win because <clears throat> somebody's going to have some more in there. Big bass tour. We got to know the biggest bass over four days. To the guy that sent me 2382 for that one, you're not going to win. I'm sorry. We got to know the Wild West Bass Trail on Lake Oroville. All right. For the guy for a two day deal, two day deal. We had one guy send me one 76 pounds. I doubt it's going to happen, but you never know. It's, Cali- it's out, out west, so you never know. Got to know total weight for two days. ABT on Pickwick. I could have gone off the rails on this. I didn't. Overall winning weight. Single day winning weight. Got to know. Fishing stuff on Lake. This is the fishing stuff extreme event on Lake Wachita. What? Okay. I don't know what this is, but okay. Fishing stuff extreme on Lake Wachita. Single day winning weight. Got to know what it's going to be for that. All right. Outlaw Outdoors. Team Series on Rayburn. This is on Saturday. We had it picked last week for the Sweet 16 on Sunday. They didn't fish. Outlaw Outdoors Team Series on Rayburn on Saturday. Single day winning weight. Got to know what's going to win that one. And then the last one, and if you read your emails, you probably saw it got a little tricky to the guy that said 2377, 23.77, you ain't going to win. I need to know the number. This is the Outlaw Outdoors Sweet 16. If you know anything about them, they have a tournament where basically if you have 16 pounds or better, you're going to get paid. That's the way it is, all right? We need to know the number of teams that are over 16 pounds for this event. I don't care what the winning weight is, but I need to know how many teams are going to weigh 16 pounds or better. Is it one? Is it seven? Is it 28? Is it 44? Is it 13? That's what I need to know. This will decide, this week will decide our winners for the, for the month of February. I have ordered the trophy. It'll be here tomorrow. I have some gifts together. Gill is included. TH Marine is included. Strike King, X-Zone, they're included. It's a cool package, all right? And if you think it's too late to get in to win this deal, points are tight, right? We have had a grand total of 10, 20, 34 people have joined this week. This week. 34 more people have joined this week. All right? So for our naysayers who did not buy into this project, it's growing. Y'all need to get on board. Buy into what I'm selling, boys, because you can get on board with it. All right, because and don't be confused that it's it's going to continue next month too. Oh yeah, so keep, oh, yeah. keep every month. You know, some guys are like oh, it's over in this month. You know, the email went out today. It's the last one. It's not necessarily the last one. It's the last one for this month. It's the final we'll week for February. One next month, final mm-hmm. week for February. So, and uh, if you have any questions, of course, you can always hit us up. Xzone Hotline two five six five three five three two one seven. Shoot me a text. I'll respond to you. I've had a few, few guys email me. Uh, with some stuff. so And I've emailed a few guys that may have had a few pace kind of off the wall. I'm like, guys, kind of out there. You know, <laughs> let's let's look at this and uh, and respond. If you get an email back from Chris, just change it. Yeah, just change it. Here it's we go. not a bot. Yeah, so. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it is a cool deal. Get your picks in. KG, get your picks in. You still have a chance. Jason, get your picks in. 
uh david and i've got ours in so we're already there because i'm always the first one in but uh but yeah it's uh it's gonna be uh it's gets fun i'm we're gonna do it again in march and then in april may june july august the end of the year and we'll see how it goes we'll evaluate it from there so all right take a quick little break when we come back the man the myth the legend the one and only mr ronnie moore is gonna join us talk a little bit about live and a whole lot about fantasy fishing right here on the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. With so many exclusive designs and processes, no other boat is built like Ranger. It's a dramatic difference that consistently raises the bar of excellence while delivering more features, more performance, and the best value. The Ranger Fisherman Series. From bow to stern, this is results-based engineering at its best. Still building legends, one at a time. Fishermen, we love having gear that lets us spend more time on the water. But what happens when your battery dies and you can't make it back to the ramp? Well, eliminate your fear with Rely On Lithium Batteries. These batteries are essential when starting and running your boat. They offer shorter charge times and more usable capacity without any late-day voltage sag. They're also incredibly lightweight compared to lead-acid batteries and are practically maintenance-free. Rely On Batteries lets you focus on your next big catch so you can make it back to the ramp in time for weigh-in. Learn more at relyonbattery.com slash anglerschannel and use our special promo code anglerschannel for 10% off. That's relyonbattery.com slash anglerschannel for 10% off using the code anglerschannel at checkout. What are you waiting for? Get hooked on Rely On Lithium today. At Mercury, there are no limits to the lengths we'll go to make sure you have no limits either. Unlimited adrenaline. Unlimited fun. Unlimited weekend. Except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro XS. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. I'm brought to you by our friends at Pro Charging Systems. Future Marine Charging System is here. Find out more. Dualpro.com. David, are you excited? I mean, Ronnie's your new BFF. Y'all been texting. Y'all, y'all have the insider scoop on fantasy and everything else. But excited to welcome in Bassmaster Elite host online fantasy fishing guru i mean i don't even know what your title is now i used to know you as the guy who did bass track like at the at the at the derbies and now you're like fs1 big time i mean just just popular i mean i i'm like honored to have you on the show brother how are you hey hey i've got a podcast another another competitor in about 20 minutes so we're gonna need to make this quick uh, oh my I've got God. another one tomorrow and you know it's just they're coming in every single day just because of this this Bassmaster live on fox sports one you know i mean it's nice to be the hot girl in the room sometimes chris that's that's <laughs> frankly how it is the hot girl in the room that's that's good let's talk about fs1 though for a second that's a damn cool relationship you guys have got there it is cool. And, and it's really crazy that, you know, I try to look at things as positively as possible. And last year, everyone was on the negative train with COVID and shutting down stuff, postponing stuff is real negative. But man, bass fishing, 
and Bassmaster in general thrived. You know, uh, to be frank, the other two leagues were done by summer's time, right. which was when we were really restarting to make sure we did the whole season. And we got the opportunity to just have live shows on live TV, like other live sports. So that was incredible because we have a great platform on Bassmaster.com. Plenty of people will always come there, no matter if we're on 15 channels live or, or one, they'll always come to Bassmaster.com to watch. And so with last year, having it in multiple places uh, for viewers that love it, for brand new viewers, for people who've never caught a bass before, that was really cool to have it in, in many places and to have extended coverage, three, four, five hours live right. uh, per day or per event. And now to have that guaranteed deal with Fox Sports 1 uh, for the Classic and the nine Elite Series events, that at minimum, and that's the thing that everyone gets caught up with when they talk about numbers of live coverage, at minimum 60 hours live because it's three hours on Saturdays and Sundays, uh, so six hours per event minimum. It right. can always go up. And, uh, and and God forbid anything happens with other sports with postponing, but you know, we've got a great thing leading in Sunday mornings before NASCAR on Fox. And that's a huge deal. It's just been awesome to work with those people. I don't necessarily get to talk to people directly. Obviously, you know, I'm not as big of a shot as you think I am, but the people are, uh, are receiving bass fishing well and the promos that they're making and the the publicity it's great. And it'll take viewers a little bit uh, of an adjustment period to, to, to see that change, to know where to go and watch, but it's been fantastic for the first event. We couldn't have had any better drama in the final morning than a three-ounce race between Patrick Walters and Greg Hagney, and then a guy who's brand new on the block came out of nowhere and put it on him. So that was pretty. That was pretty interesting. Yeah, that was uh, that was definitely pretty cool. And I, I guess I got to ask before I forget: in whose contract is it that they have to have an hour break every morning? I mean, because I get right into it, and then at like 10 o'clock, y'all got to take a break. I mean, whose contract says I can't talk more than three hours at a time? I, I don't think it's a contract. I think it's just a – I don't know if it's just a way we've done things. You know, it's it's nice to have that break, and to be honest, a man's got to go to the restroom sometimes, well, I, man. And I so get that. I got to shut that mic off. You don't need to hear the urinal over there, you know, in the bathroom. You don't want to hear me munching on some Doritos and Sucha's eating a PB&J. You don't need to hear some of that stuff. But it gives us a little bit of time to regroup, get some food, get some a restroom break, do our Facebook Live that Such do in the middle, and then regroup for the afternoon because there are some crucial things that happen in the middle of the day that we can – start out with and hit the second three hours strong so sure. it's not by design hey we did some seven hours straight last year uh yeah. on some networks and live and whatnot and i've always been down for it i was the guy who was like man why do we wait till like day two or day three to go <laughs> or day four to do live like why don't we just start day one That's right and then uh and then in 2019 we're like we'll do day one i was like sweet i'm like sign me up more reps i'll take more reps to get better well you guys have definitely done it right and speaking of right i mean you do the 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 bass open live on the on the final day there that's been a cool addition to uh to, to the live stuff this year that was unique man and that's why when people are like man who is this brian new guy and it's like i know exactly who he is we got to right. see him you know we got to see him on live and and I actually did a deal on my own Instagram here in the garage and I got to do it with Brian and, and get to know him even more. But the opens is just a unique situation that I would classify as just stories. It's more stories, more background, more intriguing things that happen there. And it's the proving grounds. I mean, somebody said uh, uh, something about 
what are the, is the Opens a professional league? Well, basically, it has been classified as a professional league the last few years, but it's still a training ground. It's still a proving ground. It's not the pros. It is a qualifying league to get to the top league. Right. And so uh, it's still interesting how competitive it is, despite it not being maybe the top, top level of our Bassmaster leagues. But right there, I mean, it's it's just as intriguing sometimes. You know, you made a good point earlier about leading into NASCAR, and I look at the Opens kind of like the Xfinity race the day before a NASCAR race, right? I mean, you've got a lot of the a lot of the cup drivers that go down and they drive an Xfinity car on an Xfinity team. They drive in that, get a feel for the track, and then they go then they get the deal. You look at Hackney, Christie, you know, Prosnick, Atkins, New. I mean, all these guys, I mean, that was a crazy, crazy feel. And I have a feeling this year's opens field is going to be just as crazy guys trying to get back in the elites. Yeah, and I think that uh, the deal this year, having three divisions again, like we're always used to doing, three divisions, three events, it's going to be a lot uh, easier for guys to do those that that maybe haven't been able to commit to four events. The difference in three and four events isn't much, but to some of these guys, that's three weeks off of work or four weeks off of work, and they make it not saying it's not a big deal. Don't give me some heat. But it is a big deal for those guys to take time off. But if you want to be a pro – this is now nine events, nine shots at the classic, nine nine reps, uh, tournament reps for uh, the op- opportunity to make the elites, which is much more of a schedule. Nine events is just like the elite schedule. Sure. You got three up north, which which they're spread out through the north, so some of them are still mid mid Atlantic. They're not necessarily north. Centrals they travel around, and then the uh, the easterns or the southerns. I'm not sure. I can't remember what it's classified as, but that that Florida uh, event that's in there. It is just a great feeler. And people are like, why are the elites allowed to fish in the opens? They already have their own trail. We got a lot at stake. They want to continue to be elites for some of them. They desperately want that chance of being a classic sure. angler. And it's more time on camera, more time in the photo galleries, more more time to get better at their craft. If you get in uh, the driver's seat of a, of a NASCAR uh, just on ter- on race day, you're probably yeah, going to be a lot not. worse than sure. other guys. And so some guys use that, you know, and, and they don't know this, but NASCAR guys have those simulations where they get into a, a video game style and they, and it's, and it's, it is live action basically. Uh, because if you wreck there, it's going to be really costly, but for bass fishing, the opens is that rep. And it's not like it's, Oh, I'm going to go beat up on the young guys or the the smaller guys or the guys who are just learning. These are studs. Yeah. I like to remind everyone that we had the Christies, we had the Hackneys, we had the Atkins, we had the Parosniks, we had all those guys. And Brian New yeah. won the <laughs> won the Opens Angler of the Year race. Right. And Mark Frazier and Kenta Kamira, I and Josh Strasner. I hate excluding those guys because they they were there and oh, slipped yeah. up even less than the other guys. Right, right. It was definitely a stacked field, and it was a big deal. You and I. I, I traveled a lot with the Elites a long time ago. You were doing your Bass Track deal. So I, you've been there during the Christie Hackney days when those guys were on the Elites and doing their thing and just who they were. How cool was it to see, especially Hackney? I mean, you can't beat Hackney on, on camera, day three, whacking them like he did. I mean, that's that's TV gold for you guys. It is. It is indeed. and 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 I love all of them. Like there's obviously oh, yeah. Zona's got his guys, you know, back in the back in the day, the KVDs, you know, his buddies and stuff. I have my buddies, the ones that I'll text and call just for no reason. But I'm I try to be as objective as possible. And so covering it, man, I'm just excited to see the Brian Schmitz and the Brian News yep. and the 
Josh Straysner's and Brandon Lester's than I am the Greg Hatney's. But there was a sense of nostalgia, even though it was just a two-year break, when he was setting a hook on oh. a fish and he'd look at the camera and, and he would get that look and then he'd pitch right back by that cypress tree and hook another one. I'm like, mm, yeah, man, that, <laughs> that swagger, that charisma – it's you like gotta a, have it in some of your people. That Tony grin, Stewart, that Kyle grin Bush, from they, they were they were gonna wreck you, and they didn't care. And NASCAR and, and, and bass fishing, there's some of those guys that when you when they have the look, man, I, you want to be as close to them as possible, or you want to get the heck away from them as possible. Yeah, that grin from Hackney, and then that wink from KVD. Those are two things that I mean, when you see them, I mean, it just it it it, it gives you goosebumps. Well, thank you for being our sounding board and our basically our rule book and guide, guidelines for the opens for David and myself. I know we, we'd we be doing this podcast, and we'd be talking about it, and I'm like, and David's like, I'm texting Ronnie, and he texted you to find out you know, exactly who was going, who wasn't, what was in, what was out. And uh, because, I mean, we, we had our favorites, guys, we were pulling for and, and things like that. So that was uh, – we really appreciate that. Hey, it makes me feel good when – Hey, I'm not saying I'm the only one who got the math right or anything, but when I was looking at the stuff and everyone's worried that Scott Martin on day one at Leg drops down to ninth, tenth in the points, and he's he's out of it technically, and I'm sitting here looking and everyone's texting me about it. I'm like, dude, he's like 73rd. If he finishes 62nd or better, he's in. No matter what anyone else that's ahead of him in the points right now, whatever they do, the guys that passed him after day one, all he's got to do is move up 11. It doesn't matter if they win, catch the biggest stringer in bass history. He's in. Right. And then in his videos, his YouTube videos, he's like, yeah, somebody was saying that I needed to finish 62nd. And I'm like, I don't know who his source was, but I know they probably got it from me. I said it somewhere. But so, no, I, I focused on it a lot. And, and it was really like before Chris Bowes weighed the last bass on day twos of those events, I had it pretty dialed in on who was in and out and, uh, and watching it. So I'm no Ken Duke, but – I'm the poorest man's version of that. I'm well, close. Dude, I'm close. You, you know, I have said this before on this show, and I'll say it again. I believe it. Ken Duke Jr. on our show right here. I, I'm calling you Ken Duke Jr. because, dude, he's he's the man. But you're, dude, you're you're pushing the buttons right there. You're headed that way. That's for sure. Well, let's talk fantasy for a minute because I'm gonna tell you, fantasy numbers have got to be up because I know your group is up. My group is screaming. I mean, where are these people coming from, dude? Hey, all I can say is I am proud as can be. I locked it off on day one because we had that giant fog delay. I let a couple extra people in here. I'm looking at it now, and I had 2,315 people, 2,315 when I locked it off. Last year, I had 800, and I was, like, tickled to death on that. And I looked at it the other day, and it went from 700 to 1,300 in, like, three days and I didn't even pub it those three days. I was impressed. <laughs> and I also have to brag every one of these mottos join to win rods, big prizes, prizes. And mine is just beat me. Just beat the ground. you. Like just for pride, just beat me down. And so I love that 2,300 people showed how much they just want to beat me down, but <laughs> the numbers are up. It's huge. Last year it was like 37,000 people playing fantasy fishing and probably going to get a phone call tomorrow about this or whenever the, whenever the podcast goes up airs tomorrow. Yeah. We got more coming. Really more coming in fantasy, not only just the opportunities to participate and play, but the different game modes and different things. There's going to be some things coming. I'm excited about that. And we've kind of been, that's one thing that I will say off the topic of fantasy fishing, but fantasy fishing, JM and the Bassmaster live crew, 
the Steve Bowman's crew on the water taking photos. No matter if we have competition or not, the guys leading the groups never stop trying to be better. Right. We're always trying to do something better. And so that's what something I'm proud of is no matter if we had other live shows or other fantasy fishings or whatever, they're trying to innovate. They're trying to be better than they were last year, which is what I always try to do event to event year to year. Sure. And so the numbers are going to keep growing and, and get bigger. And it's, it's a real thing. I like to be the Ken Duke sometimes, but I want to be the Matthew Barry. I, I want to be the Matthew Barry of fantasy fishing. I'm cool with that. So where did you finish in your group? What was your rank in your group after after the, the first event? After the first event, I'm sitting um, – I'm 554th. Bam! So I beat you in your own group. Yeah, baby. You Look did. at that. So, and the guy that won your group won my group. So there you go. And, and that's why I locked it <laughs> off. Those guys who are doing well after day one or day two will join all the groups possible to win all the prizes. And I said, I'm not going to let that happen. Before they fish on day one, I'm locking it. So I was at 97 or 98% after day one. And Scott Canterbury killed me. My most <laughs> sure thing pick went from 25th to 75th. I was like, are you kidding me? Lester moved up from way back in the field yep. and, you know, with 21 pounds, jumped up. That helped a bunch. Uh, my my rookies, Josh Strasner and KJ Queen, came in clutch for me. And so I'm, I'm very pleased. Cliff Prince, the most short, and we might talk about this, but I want to mention it now if we don't. Possibly the best local advantage in the history of Bassmaster Elite Series events has to go to Cliff Prince. Six oh, Elite yeah. Series events on the St. John's River five top 20s i think three of those are top 10s and and he does it different than everyone else who succeeds in those events they're bed fishing they're shell bar fishing and he's he's dock fishing he's north of palatka he's sight fishing he's he's then he's shell bar fishing it's incredible and so i had a couple good ones one stub of the toe dropped me down from 97 percent to 88 percent so I'm on the rebound, but I already made a bold prediction this year that I would finish in the top 99 percentile. So oh, wow. I got to I got to reel it back in a little bit. I got you. Well, I know. Let me see, David. Have you done your picks yet for this week? Yep. Okay. I know the other two have not. Kenneth and Jason. I know they have not done their picks, and they both need some help. So let's go through the buckets for the Tennessee River. Oh, I've done those. And, and, and let's just you know, I mean. Explain what we're looking at here a little bit. How do these how do you, how do they pick the buckets from week to week? Okay, so St. John's River, uh, which which has been the first event every year the last three years, but the first event every year is uh, based off AOI points for the last season, the prior season, and also you have to dis, you have to disperse rookies. And how do you do that? Past years we've just dumped them all in bucket E. Kind of feels weird to put Brandon Pollinick and Gerald Swindle last year in Bucket E. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah. feels weird to put Jason Christie and Greg Hackney in Bucket E and Scott Martin. So we didn't. What we did this year is, and I, and I kind of formulated this game plan. I told him, I said, hey, we can do AOI standings. We have 100 anglers, so 20 per bucket. It's going to be evenly distributed for the most part. We only had 99 at the first event. We will have 100 at the Tennessee River. So 20 per bucket. And I said, what we need to do is you take those – 13 new guys counting the Christie's and Hattie's the 13 from the opens in the nation. And you need to rank them by earnings and then just toss them in the buckets. You know, we've got 13 guys. It's roughly three per group with maybe a two or a one in, you know, in one group. So we put the 
Hackney, Christie, Martin in bucket A. Right. Bucket B, Justin Atkins, Brian New, some of the more – Daryl Gleason, it was in C. Some of those more successful guys that have fished nationally or at least the Opens or won at other levels, those are all in the top half. And then the bona fide rookies, uh, bucket D and bucket E. You know, the Josh Straceners of the world that fished just one year or two years at Opens, KJ Queen straight out of college basically. Some of those guys, uh, Pat Schlapper, the nation qualifier – and the opens qualifier doubled. So we kind of dispersed them that way. But once we get the first event under our belt, it's strictly angler of the year points. Okay. So the top 20, the bucket A is going to be the top 20 from the St. John's. So you can take that with a grain of salt on how it translates going from the diverse fishery of the St. John's to Knoxville and the Tennessee River. <laughs> it's not like those are the favorites. It's those are the ones who have earned it, which gotcha. this is a this is an earning sport. You gotta you gotta catch them to to get the love. So have you made your picks for this week already? I have. I have, and I, I try not to second guess. I try not to. I try to get them all done before practice starts, so that I don't see a post that. Sure. Because I'm kind of stubborn. I'm like, I know it's locked in. It's only me and God that know it's locked in. And if I lie to him by changing it, <laughs> I can't do it. So anytime I lock it in before the first cast of practice, I keep it that way. Because at the end of the day, I can't win anything. I, <laughs> I'm an employee. I can't win anything other than pride. I've already lost all that because I speak for a living, so I know that's all good. So, without giving us your picks, give us your top three for uh, for each of these these buckets, if you don't mind. Top three. I kind of came prepared. I, I said I'm gonna think about one or two guys if okay. they if they want it. But, well, give me two then. Uh, in bucket A, and I'm gonna actually give you my picks. Okay. But they're gonna be mixed in. I'm not gonna let you know which one's I, my pick. I didn't want to put you in the spot. Recommendations. So. It's gonna be one of those. So, uh, even though I'm just gonna post it on Instagram the day before the tournament. I was gonna say, yeah, um, you were gonna see it anyway. So bucket A, I'm looking at. Brandon Lester is a high pick, 25%. Yep. I had him on my team. He's not really a local there. He's four hours away from there. He may be a Tennessee fan, but he ain't he ain't close to Knoxville. But then he did come through for me at the Classic uh, a couple years ago and finished sixth. So a little bit different time of the year, just a little earlier, you know, kind of got similar conditions with it being something dramatic, really cold, and then versus really flooded, yet they were yanking it down uh, for the Classic then. But I got a feeling Lester – uh, somebody like a Matt Heron, yeah. which when I say Matt Heron, I'm going to say Josh Strasner. Those two fish very similar. They do. Very, they're from like right down the street. They got the same sponsors basically as well. Um, but though that kind of, that kind of angler, the balsa square bill type guys. And then a Mike Huff, he's from Kentucky, but he, he loves that Cherokee. He's got a Marina on Cherokee, uh, which means, you know, he's just up the road. I think that that, you know, he's kind of, coming into his own with Chickamauga last year at the end of the year, the way he fished the St. John's river this year, he was on camera day three. People forget that he oh, didn't yeah. have great service where he was caught a giant on day three. Uh, I think for being Kentucky, I think this is going to set up much better than any other event this year for him. He's, he's kind of the dark horse you see or have seen like the last half of last year. And even at the St. John's uh, Huff has sneaked in there in a few places. And he's one of those guys, like you said, I mean, you turn live on all of a sudden you're like, Whoa, I didn't even realize Huff was top 10. And he, he, he slides in there. I went with Lester in my group just because, I mean, he's a Tennessee guy. He's a friend of mine right up the road from me. He fishes Tim's Ford. I, it's it's. I know it's not Tennessee River, but you gotta look at one of his best friends right up the road there in Aunt Defoe. They spent a lot of time together. Spent a lot of time on those waters. I just when I when I blew through there, I'm like, you know, Paul my guy, but I just 
I just I didn't feel it, so I had to go with Lester in that one. So had to jump on that one. David, it's how about hard. you? Who'd you go with? Percentage are very hard. Oh yeah, yeah. David, who'd you go with in Group A? The guy you just said that you didn't go with. I went with <laughs> Brandon Polinick. Don't put it's me on the spot I, like that. I what mean, kills me the last few years, especially this last event. I I try to go for there was like sleeper picks or the lower percentage just trying to maximize my points and it's been killing me. So okay. but I, I went with Brandon, uh, Brandon on that one. All right. All right. So he Jeff- got 10th in the classic then, I think. Yep. I believe 2019. I think he, got so. 10th. Yeah, he came yeah, back. He was, he, he was one of the Teleco boys. So that's the wild card that I don't know anything about because it didn't factor that much. But he went to Teleco. He experimented a little bit. And, and if that becomes a thing because of dirty water or that cold temperature means let's see some smallmouth, that might be the deal. Absolutely. All right, Group B. Who you got? Uh, who you looking at in Group B to do some good? Man, there's still some guys that own. We got three dudes gobbling up <laughs> all the percentages here: Blaylock, Buddy Gross, both at 19, and then Swindle at 22. That that's tough. Um, man, when I when I look at it, I think I like the Stetson pick. I do like the Stetson pick, even at 19. percent That's a tough percentage. I like it. Uh, I like a Brian Snowden, who's a table rock guy who fishes this time of the year there. It's cold. It's brutal. He's used to it. There are a lot of Canadians in this group as well, and and Austin Felix, some really cold-weather anglers in this group. Uh, I'm also looking at uh, Blaylock's roommate, and I can't just say Frazier because he's got two of them now, but Micah. (laughs) Uh, Not Mark, but I'll give Mark some love at another point this season, but Micah. I think Micah Frazier is also a solid pick here. He seems to always do well in the Classic which is either that early March, um, but also I feel like he's very good at that cold water fishing, whether sure. it's just him. Maybe he's just so quiet they don't hear him coming, but but I think Micah's a great <laughs> pick for these early tournaments in the year. Never really has a bomb either, in my opinion. He's right. always that if there's 100 guys, he's going to be top 70. If there's 75 guys, he's going to be top 50. Just something that's not that that handicaps you with a terrible you know, 75th or worse finish. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. All right, Group C, who are you looking at? Man, I've got uh, I got my eyes on same kind of vibe as Matt Heron, but a Bill Lowen. Bill mm-hmm. Lowen's a good one there. Clifford Perch has some great experience, not just at the Classic, but in FLW events in the past there. Uh, I think that this – a lot of people are riding that Kyle Welcher train still, double-digit percentages. I don't know – if he's going to be single digit ever again, I I just don't know. He's got that fan base and he's got that (laughs) charisma to him that people want to pick him. And so I I think he's going to be a hard bargain unless he's a sure thing. And I don't know how he is in this really cold water. He spends a lot of time on the Tennessee river, but a lot South of here. Uh, So he's one to, to maybe dabble in if you're going to do that. Um, But Shane LeHue for a value pick, some of these guys that are at less than 2%, I'm looking at some of those, some of them are, you know, Louisiana guys that shouldn't be high percentages probably. Right. And then you've got some of the the Kelly Jays and the Shane LeHughes. For less than a percent, man, it's, it's got to be in their zone. Kelly J is looking good for a 1% pick. I mean, this it seems like, I mean, it's a jerk bait, you know – that type of that type of feel i think kelly would would be a good pick what about a guy like a justin atkins do we know enough about him for that yeah oh we do he's gonna (laughs) catch him but it's just uh it's just when you pick him like i don't want to pick him every event because you could easily do that um he'll be one to look at in the next elite event at pickwick for sure sure. yeah um just his experience there but I don't know. There's just so much unknown about this place, but he is a river boy. And I will say 
80% of, of Fort Loudon Teleco is river. So I think that, I think that that helps is whether it's Mississippi river, whether it's Tennessee river, whether it's, you know, the beginning of the Tennessee river up there, he's good at those Ozark type river, you know, kind of got to junk it up a little bit. And, uh, well, and that was my, uh, he'll be one to look at. That was my thought too, is, I mean, he's, I mean, you saw it at St. John's. I mean, he's a scrapper. I mean, he's going to fight back on day two and get in that cut, and he's going to you know fight his way up. It seems so. Uh, definitely one that I was looking at. Uh, all right, Group D. I mean, I've seen some some bigger names in here. There's Pat Slapper. That that's Chris Mitchell's guy. I'm just going to be honest. I mean, Bass Nation, the Bass Nation deal. You know, he shot me a text when I was shooting photos for you guys. He said, "Watch out for Slapper. He's going to win it." I said, "Dude, you're crazy. There's no way this kid from you know Louisiana is going to do it." And daggum if Pat didn't come, you know, come around him at the big end and win it. But I mean, you got some big names there, including a newcomer in Christie. So I think that Mitchell had that kind of uh, blind confidence because just like me, when I cover college events and I know these guys, <laughs> I get to be the authority. He did go up to Lake Vermilion and he, he did, did cover a Bass Nation event and he, he did. did see Pat Schlapper do real well. So he was all about it. And so, hey, I'll say it might have been a dart. You know, in, in a dark uh, bar, but his dart hit bullseye on that one. It did. I mean, it so did. He's probably some credit. He's probably the only guy with a patch slapper autograph too, if, if I had to guess. But uh, exactly. But bucket D, like you said, man, you could do um, a fantasy fishing lineup of just Tennessee guys. They're kind of evenly distributed throughout the buckets with Lester and and Mullins not being in the same buckets and Brandon Card and, right. and Skylar Hamilton, some of those guys. And so when I'm looking at bucket uh, bucket D, you see some of those guys. The David Mullins had a bad day one because of just some unforeseen things at the St. John. So he's not where he should be probably. So 21% though, that's pretty high. Chris Zaldane, he's high. He's a high percentage too. I, I'd say it's mid mid level. 14% is not too bad. Okay. But everyone's gonna relive history. Sure. And I don't know if history is summed up in one previous time there. I feel like I like trusting history if it's more than one or two times, but just one time before, I don't know if that's history because like Ike says, what is it? Catch a fish on a bait. Uh, it's it's a luck. Catch it, two of them. It's fluke. Catch three. It's a pattern. I feel like we don't have enough events on this section of the Tennessee River to call it uh, sure. more than just maybe happenstance. So that's why I'm not picking probably some of the guys that we saw feature in that classic. But like I said, Mullins, Brandon Card, I love, I love that it says Salisbury, North Carolina under him because he he moved there this year. Nobody knows. Nobody he had knows. like an apartment overlooking Knoxville. So I'm all, I'm I, I like that his percentage is much lower. I did just give it away. I picked Brandon Card in that bucket because three percent. I can't I can't not pick it. Um okay. Scott Martin is right there. Can't expect him not to do well. And then like you said, Jason Christie, twenty two percent. He's always going to be one of the top percentages uh, in each bucket. He is. I, I'm just not – and, again, history, looking back, I'm not a Christie fan in cold weather. Give me a little warmer weather, I'm, I, I'm on the Christie train, but I've, I've, seen, I've seen him get bit too many times in cold weather to, uh, to, to really, really help my, my deal out a little bit. So, Group E, some of your buddies in this thing as well in Group E – we talking about David Fritz, Rick Glenn? Um, yeah, exactly. I know y'all are tight. Y'all are tight there. But I'm looking at Jake Whitaker and a few other ones. But, I mean, I mean, who you got over here in the E? Because E's kind of that deal where you've got some big names, but then you got some folks going, who the heck's that guy? I think Skylar Hamilton. I love him to death. 
uh, I think he needs to screenshot this because this might be the most that he oh, has selected ever. ever. 46%. I was like, oh, I'm looking at the AOI points. Before I ever click Fantasy Vision, I'm like, man, people are going to sleep on Skyler. This could be a good <laughs> one to pick him. I slide in there and pick Skyler and give him some love. And then, holy crap, 46%. I am not about that. Not about that. There ain't. If my mom is in the kitchen, I'm still not picking her with that high percentage, even though I know it's a for sure thing. That is hard to pick someone that high, especially with what the weather's doing. And so uh, I can't pick Skyler. Uh, Jake, have no idea. He is the most negative Nancy after practice person I've ever texted with. Sure. Sure. Um, other than the normal guys who are always negative, no yeah. matter if they're winning or not. There are those negatives that are always there. He is especially negative after maybe a tough day of practice or two. So then I don't text him after day two, and I'll revisit and say, you're going to catch him day one, and then I'll get his response. But uh, <laughs> I think that there are some other cold water guys in here that may not uh, be looked at a lot. Ray Hanselman, I think that that could be a good one for him. Um, that kind of moving water, I feel like he's been doing really well when there's places that have smallmouth on a river. He did well at the St. Lawrence, totally different. Sure. But it's just a current. Some of these guys are great lake fishermen, but they don't know current real well. Hanselman's been all over the country and knows how to read current at times and be able to maximize it. Not that these guys don't know how to read it, but maximize it. Guys like Todd Otten, some of these guys that are old school, that they might be a mid-level percentage, that 10 to 15%, but they're they're due for something good, and, and it kind of sets up for them. And then also the last one that I'll mention, maybe a Brock Mosley, somebody yeah. who likes to throw some of those circuit board uh, lip – you know, baits and some, some of those balsa type th- deals. A lot of guys have them. A lot of guys throw them. Not a lot of guys know when to throw them. And I think that, you know, he might be one of those guys that if it's a mud hole down there in certain areas that he can have some dirty water to himself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's, um, that's some great inside insight there. Kenneth, Jason, I know you got questions. You're working on your picks. I know, I know you got them. So let's have them. I got I got one, especially early in the year. You know, if a guy didn't have a, a as good as normal tournament, the first tournament, you know, he may be kind of more of a bargain here. Do you even consider a guy that maybe has a chance of catching a big bag or big bass to get those bonus points? That is so difficult. That's so difficult. But the one thing I did look at for this event, who are some guys that might live and die in Teleco? Like I mentioned earlier, if if that smallmouth thing that water temps 38 to 42 degrees. I mean, that is probably the farthest from what a Florida strain largemouth wants to see ever. Sure. I'm pretty sure they're floating down there. They're at the dam. They're like, wake me up in March when it gets a little warmer. <laughs> oh, they'll still buy so, it. <laughs> so, so the smallmouth might be a deal. And so I kind of considered some of those guys and thought about them who might go do that. Um, and and I, most of the time when I look at these guys, it's so hard to guess big bass other than if you had a – a Zaldane who always is swinging for the fences, right. but or a Carl Jockamson or a Steve Kennedy. Wonder what uh, Kenneth? What I've done? I've got a I've got a no go list, and I'd say it to their face: Steve Kennedy, no go. Carl Jockamson, <laughs> no go. Rick Klun, no go. I don't trust these guys in fantasy fishing because I can't have a bomb, and you got to have a good right. tournament. And and I just don't know when they're selling out for the hundred grand, or if they're gonna they're gonna just punt when they need to punt and make it up so i'm happy if i get bonus points i'd rather get i'd rather get 20 extra points from my guy leading wire to wire each day the daily leader i'll take five i'll chip away five bonus points per day uh i just it's so hard to predict that but i will say some of these guys 
it's like my stock list for the stock market. I, I dabble lately. I've been kind of, I didn't get in on GameStop, none of that stuff, but I did, <laughs> I did take some stocks that are risky and I put them on a watch list just so when I look at the little app, I can see like what it's doing over the last week or last day. Um, I got some of these guys that are always on my, I'm going to keep an eye on them. And if it kind of sets up, it could be a, a doc deal or a jerk bait bite. That's phenomenal. Here's my guys. And, uh, and then I go from there. But if you don't make my short list, there ain't a chance before practice that you're going to get swapped. I, I go off gut. I look at it once. I mean, I'm not going to look at these guys and know more about them as I look at them. I've already done that work way too much uh, sure. in my free time. Sure. All right. Well, real quick question, Jason, before I get to you. And this is kind of a, a dig at Jason, but Ronnie, have you ever picked Gary Klaus for your for any of your fantasy teams? I have not, but I really <laughs> I almost picked him at Ufala last year. And yeah. he had a great event at Ufala. And I was like, Ah, dang it. Hey, I'll get you next time, bro. And I did not pick him. I did not know he was going to run to Timbuktu either. That lake wasn't even highlighted on our map. It right. was like, no one's ever gone past Woodruff. We didn't even know what it was. I called it, I called it in the video the other day in studio, I called it like Sugarloaf Lake because there's an island up on Greer's Ferry called Sugarloaf. Yep. I forgot that it was called Spring Garden Lake. I had to relook it up. I said the wrong <laughs> name. So he went way off the beaten path. But no, I, I've never picked him. And everyone would claim bias. If I pick Jake, it's bias. If I pick, pick Walters, it's bias. Sure. If I pick Gary, I run his boat, so they call it bias. And, and we already have Tom Abraham touting that <laughs> up, so I can't tout that up. Well, Jason works for the man, and, and if they don't pick him, then, I mean, if, if they don't pick Gary, they get fired. Well, so. We went around the table today, actually, at work, just to kind of see if we're going to pick a, a straight Phoenix card this week or not. And uh, we were all like, is Gary on your card? Is Gary on your card? And I'm like... I mean, can you not say that now? Or do we need to put him in? I mean, where are we here? You know, so it's it's pretty tough. But you mentioned a name there uh, that I wonder if Kenneth has on his card after spending a lot of time up there with him. Um, Kenneth, do you have um, Mr. Carl on your card this week? Well, Jason, I haven't filled but, mine out yet. But, I mean, as, as you go down the list, is he going to be on your card? I mean, you know he's out there. I don't know, Jason. I, I kind of agree with Ronnie. I, I agree with Ronnie in his take, and and I kind of had the same thing last year with certain people. That it's, I didn't know after all the time up there you spent with him if you may have changed that. Opinion. Well, if it if it was a glider, you know, deal, I, I would definitely go with him. <laughs> it might be. It might be one of those. Uh, not jerks because he does. I just made a. I made a crucial mistake. It's not jerks for a glide bed. I'm glad people can't see me doing it. It's reels. Yes. I mean, he's just going to pause 10 seconds between his reels to get that thing to move again. Maybe, maybe that's the deal. The slow sink swim bait. It's still not quite warm enough for it to be the real deal. (laughs) He might actually hook one in the back because it doesn't know it's there. (laughs) That's for sure. So Ronnie, how low does a guy have to be um, for you to not pick him? I mean, it really is. And Kenneth has taught us this uh, in our pickums every week. It's really about odds against all the other, you're really playing against the other players. Years. You're not really playing against a fisherman, you know. So, how low does a guy have to be for you to say, "Man, I'm just I'm not even willing to put him on my list"? I think sometimes uh, I look at it more of their styles. Like, I, I'm not afraid of the low percentage guys, the point twos, the point fives, the point eights, because sometimes, to be frank, our fans they love rooting for who they love rooting yeah. for. It may not take time to research some of these guys. So, when I see a Justin Hamner in bucket B at point eight percent. That is not a slight to Justin Hamner. Mm-hmm. Everybody doesn't know 
that he is great with a jig or he's a Coosa River guy or he's a swim jigger in the summer. I just gave that away. But just, you know, that Justin Hamner's got this to offer. And so I'm not really deterred by it unless I wake up in the middle of the night with a wild hair that maybe David Fritz will crank him up at the St. Lawrence River like I did one time and I picked him and, it, and he did not crank him up. He did not. <laughs> and then I took him off my team and it is not going to do it the next year. And then he catches a big old bag on day one of the next year. So uh, I, I don't think that the low percentages scare me as much as the high percentages. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's no fun going chalk. I know Chris went chalk, probably goes chalk a bunch. It's just his style. But it's not <laughs> as fun when you, when, you, when you just take the driver off the tee. I'd love to take, you know, maybe take the wood or maybe take this here and there when it, when it comes time. All right. But I think that's what a lot of the fantasy guys play in don't necessarily understand. You pick the – the high odds guys and everybody's picking them. Well, you're not going to get any points. You're not going to break outside the norm with those guys, you know, that's so you really got to pick the sleepers. That's why I got to go with like Cliff Prince. I had to go with him at the St. Mm-hmm. John's because I to. knew he wasn't going to fail unless right. he didn't turn on his live wells or unless he didn't make it back. Um, but when you see a Rick Clunt at 41%, I know he's won two in a row at the St. John's. But, man, it's hard to do that magic and dip from that pot once again. Mm-hmm. And so I stay away, and then I'm like, gotcha, 41% of y'all, I beat you because I picked KJ Queen <laughs> and you picked Rick Clun or whatever. And so I love that. Uh, but it is. It's Once they get above 20%, they've either got to be hot as hot as fire or they've got to know something about that place. So all these high percentages at the Tennessee River, I'm not trusting them because nobody knows nothing about this except for the five Tennessee locals. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to base it off a classic, you know, base a regular elite series event off a classic because, you know, it's a total different field, a total different style of fishing, total different days. The cut's a lot different, you know, and these guys are all like, well, you did good at the classic. Well, no, you know, he didn't fish against these guys like this. <laughs> hey, and you want to win the classic. There's no one laying up in the classic. No. But man, that 2019 classic, a couple of those boys that are still fishing the elites that were fishing that classic. They were swinging for other reasons too. Yeah. They were they were wanting to take that's the right. classic home with them uh, and keep it with the blue and gold. And and that's widely known. You know, the Zaldanes of the world may not go do that after having mm-hmm. a bad event in Florida. You're going to risk doing the swim bait deal again to have another bad event. You roll two of them in a row. Mm-hmm. Now you're behind the eight ball in a tough field trying to make the classic. Not that he's at risk of missing it, but you got 40 guys roughly from yeah. the elites make the classic. 100 guys fishing, you're going to have two bombs in a row if the swim bait deal doesn't play out or or, or the the smallmouth. Right. So that that's what I take. When it comes to percentages, you know, Robbie Latuso at 0.1 on the Tennessee River scares me to death. Robbie Latuso, <laughs> 0.8 at the St. John's River, I'll take him all day long. That kind of thing. No, I love you, yeah. Robbie. That's just – it was the last one I saw on the list I had to say. <laughs> I love it. You know, Zaldane's got the cool sunglasses going for him, though, now, so that should be extra points. Oh gosh! You know he does. He's got those pit viper types, and I've got a kid on Instagram that made a sticker of a largemouth bass with pit vipers Ooh. on the bass. Looks sick, and he mailed them to me. I should get them in the mail, and I'll post them up and show them off. But they're pretty legit. I'm hoping to bankrupt, or I'm not bankrupt the kid. I'm hoping to to get some kind of you know him. back from him yeah, <laughs> because that's a sick sticker and hey Zaldane's got the swag to wear it I couldn't wear them that's for sure I'd look like riffraff uh, that's that makes two of us so that makes two of us well brother we've taken up too much of your time I know you got another show here coming up I'm sure I know, I know they're texting you and calling you and just oh, they're ready right to have you on right now so thanks for uh, thanks for jumping in here and uh, being a part of the show thanks for your insight maybe we'll learn something from this deal 
And, uh, dude, I can't wait to see how we do and see if we can. Oh, hang on, Kenneth. Go ahead. They will catch them better than you think. Oh, hey, I'm not a poor mouther. I had I had an angler text <laughs> me today and said, y'all get y'all better get your trivia ready for Bass Live because that's all you're going to be going through is trivia. And I yeah. said, somebody's going to catch them, even if it's not you, bro. They, and so they always do. They're going to catch them. How many 20-pound bags, Kenneth? Ooh. <clears throat> I like this. I thought about it. I, like I have this. an answer. You turned it back on me. I did. Uh, <laughs> day one or the whole tournament? The whole tournament. I'll say 12. I was going to say 12. six. I said six. six seven. That yeah. is giant. I said four, and I didn't think there would be one on day one. I said they would be all four would be day two and day three. But you obviously, I don't know if you're a Rocky Top fan or not, but you. Oh, no. He's not. Do. He's not. David, how many you got? How many How many 20 pound bags you got? Two? Okay. Two, two for David. Jason? I said seven. Uh, seven. Okay, we'll come. We'll we'll, we'll come back on this. So. And my and I'll just throw it out there. My winning weight. I said sixty two ten. I said sixty one one. Sixteen a day ish. You know. Yeah. Sixty two three. There you go. All right. The other two. They. Don't I like that. It's going to be more than sixty two ten. So I already got David beat. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ronnie, you need to come over to anglerchannel.com, Play our you pick them contest. We have this week. I think we have seven events. We're picking the weights on, and actually, we're picking uh, a sweet sixteen, uh, an outlaw outdoors event. The number of bags over sixteen pounds on Rayburn. So come over. I'll send you a link. Come over and play with us. Uh, we've got Joe Opeger from from MLF playing, so you got to come play with us now. And uh, it's pretty simple. You just guess the weights and see how you know it's, it's the closest without going over as well. It'll be so. I'll send you a link. We'll have a little fun. So I said seventy four and change at the St. John's, and then when I saw the weather getting warmer, I picked eighty four. And then with the fog delay, half a day loss on day one, it was seventy nine and a half. I'm feeling like somebody would have got five. Eight. Brian knew would have had 17 on day one. He would have won with 84. I'm just saying, you know, that's what I thought. <laughs> the numbers, man. Well, brother, thanks you so much. Don't influence you. That's yeah. it. Well, brother, thanks so much for your time and uh, have a great show this week. And we look forward to watching you on Bassmaster Live in a few days. Enjoy it, man. I appreciate the English Channel, guys. Thank you, buddy. We'll see you. Yeah. All right. Back to the gallery here. Thanks so Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop one of over 60 locations. Whether day or night, I love to tie one on. Every day of the week, I like to tie one on. I don't care who's looking, I always tie one on. Every time I go on the water, I love to tie one on. You may not know this about me, but every once in a while, I've been known to tie one on. Come on, man. Join the Stray King team. All you got to do, tie one on. <laughs> I think I always tie one on. 
right, Jason, what would you say your biggest fear is when you're out fishing? Hmm, Chris, um, let me see. Probably stranded out in the middle of the lake. That's right. You know, that's everybody's biggest fear, Jason, not being able to get back to the ramp, especially in time for weigh-in during tournaments. But one thing that's really made the biggest difference for me, and that's switching to lithium batteries, and not just any lithium batteries, but rely on lithium batteries. Oh, Chris, how do you like those? Jason, they're great. Let me tell you, they allow me to spend more time on the water and are essential when it comes to starting and running my boat. They give me short charge times and more usable capacity, so I don't have any late-day voltage sags. Plus, they're stupid lightweight compared to lead acid, and they're practically maintenance-free. Really allows me to focus on my fishing instead of worrying about getting back to the ramp. Okay, okay, you talked me into it. Where can I get some Relyon batteries? Jason, you can visit relyonbattery.com slash anglerschannel and use our special promo code anglerschannel for 10% off your purchase. Did I mention they also offer fast and free shipping? You didn't, but even better. So hey, what are you waiting for? Get hooked on Rely on Lithium today. Welcome back, folks. Closing segment, Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Time for a few insider news and notes brought to you by Humber Electronics, Minkota Trolling Motors, Talon and Raptors, Shallow Water Anchors. More technology, more control, more fish. Hashtag One Boat Network. Find out more online at hummingbird.com and minkotamotors.com. David asked me today via text if I thought when the when the Mega Live View came out, if we could have somebody on to talk about it, and we will. Uh, as soon as that gets announced, we will have somebody technical-wise to be on and do that. Um, and so speaking of which, next week, uh, part of our notes, notes, next week, I believe we're going to have a product specialist from Under Armour. It's going to join the show. Under Armour's got some new ISO chill stuff. I got a few pieces, a shirt, a hat, a few other pieces uh, from them this week. And um, it's some really nice stuff. So ISO chill sure you've seen all the influencers out there uh, touting their their new their new garb but um, so uh, we'll have some under armor updates for you coming up here pretty soon as well all right uh, a few things to talk about here real quick um, let's see batteries plus picks up rely on batteries how about that another place you can buy rely on mm. Uh, that's a great deal. I know we've had a few folks ask about where you can get rely on batteries and of course you can always go to anglerschannel.com up in the right hand corner there's a button that says shop click shop you'll see a link for rely on click that that takes you to the relyonbattery.com backslash anglers channel page where you can get 10% off your rely on batteries Brad Knight took advantage of that he's part of the rely on team now uh, Gray Buck's got a giveaway going on for a gypsy which we use that we talked about that we used that this week an ABT event, I put it, I powered a GoPro with it. And it's it's, it's got a solar on one side, David, and um, set it up on the front deck down in the kind of the well of, of this guy's bass boat on the, on the front deck. And, um, dude, it ran the camera all day long, and it was blinking. It, it had it still had four of the five lights yeah. blinking uh, or, or lit up when uh, when it came back. So that solar really, uh, really did the trick. Kenneth, how did your rely on batteries work for you last week in that tournament? Uh, flawless. Perfect. I, I, I come back after a day of fishing and, uh, somewhere between an hour and 15 minutes to an hour and a half later, they're fully charged. That's incredible. As cold as it was, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Like, I mean, and, and I would feel comfortable going two days on them pretty easy. 
Really? So, so if I had, if I had power issues at the hotel or wherever I'm staying, I would not have a problem fishing two days of a tournament on these batteries. To, uh, to the guys that, um, that came through boat check on Saturday morning, just to let everybody know that they were going back home because their batteries got unplugged at the hotel the night before a dual pro charger and some rely on lithium batteries will go a long, long way to keeping you on the water. So, yes. Yes, sir. I was, I was going to say, if you're not sure what type of rely on batteries to run, if you go to the rely on website on the ambassador side, Chris Brown's pictures on there <laughs> and you can see what his exact setup is that he runs. So if you're not sure about what batteries to get, you can check what Chris runs and it'll help you figure out what to get and to use that 10% off. There you go. See? I mean, that's is I think Kenneth's hand model job was on there too, probably. <laughs> if uh, if I had to guess, so definitely a, a pretty cool deal there. So check him out, relyonbattery.com backslash anglers channel for ten percent off your your lithium purchase. I mean, it's clearly the uh, the way to go uh, in my in my opinion anyway, and Kenneth as well. So uh, let's see what else. Rather Outdoors, owners of Slews, Strike King, and a few others. Um, I just pulled a Reliance slide up, and they got my photography all over the space, too. How about that? That's pretty cool. Oh, that? Patrick Walters, it's all over the place. That's pretty neat. Anyway, uh, Rather Outdoors by Zebco. Um, and I, Kenneth, what do you? how do you feel about this, about this pick? Um, I'm kind of curious to see what they do with it. I am too. David, you've been a long-time quantum user. I mean, is this did, did you cry a little bit or are you what what are you, what were your thoughts? Um in my opinion, cuz I, I thought it was kind of a bit funny because I believe if my memory serves me correctly, right before the this whole lose thing started getting picking back about 10, 12 years ago when lose came back uh, onto the fishing market here, um it was owned by the company that owned quantum and stuff like that. So they sold that off and then the lose balloons blew up. But um, reading the press article, I feel that, um, I mean, they, they talked a lot about capitalizing on the Zepco brand. So my assumption, and, and it makes a lot of sense too, is that we may, if they decide to keep the, the quantum lineup, then it'll be maybe lower tier or some other thing, but uh, it may be, gone because you're basically if you know it'll cannibalize into what the lose lineup is so i figure that the quantum lineup might be gone but they'll keep the zepco stuff to kind of uh bring in that uh, entry level beginner market yeah that's that's my feeling as well i mean just with with what they've got they they don't have that beginner and they they do in the mock series which is some great combos but that whole covered you know uh, enclosed you know, bait casting, spinning rail type deal, um, like the 33s, they don't have. And I think it's a smart buy because not a lot of good has come out of, of, of Tulsa with that group here in, in a while. And I hate to say that because I was a longtime Quantum guy, and Quantum still has some rods that I dearly love. If I could get my hands on them again, I would I would use them. But, I mean, they, a matter of fact, I've sent one to lose just to see what they have that's comparable because it's, it's a great, great rod. But I think, I think, you know, capitalizing on the Zebco piece of this is going to be key for them. So some of it could be used as special branding with certain retail outlets. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. It can be. So for sure. 
Um, they've got uh, they've got a lot of good stuff. And you're right. I mean, when you look at when you look at certain retail outlets, like you said, it's it could be it could be a, a big piece of that. So glad to see that it's getting picked up and something's going to happen with it versus that whole thing going away because we've seen a lot of. A lot of stuff go away in the industry, and it's uh, it's, it's going to be neat to see that that under their, their umbrella for sure. So that's been hinted, been talked about for a while. Um, I think the ink is still drying on it, but it's it's a done deal. So congratulations to Rather. I still don't get Rather outdoors, but to Rather for uh, for for that pickup. Uh, Yeti's got some new bags, some backpacks, some duffels, some luggage, um, pretty much everything you need from coolers to to clothing just about anymore. Kenneth, they got you covered, don't they? I think so. I mean, everybody knows what Yeti is and you know, now you, now you got all kinds of options. You know, we, we, we've, we've got a couple of those loadout boxes that we use for some camera gear and stuff, but I, I noticed a buddy of mine has started using one for all of his fishing line and he <laughs> actually uses that little tray in it to, you know, help him spool. So uh, that's a, that's a great use for it too. Keep that stuff nice and dry. Keep it safe, um, and uh, that's a pretty cool deal as well. But Yeti's got some new backpacks, some new duffels, and some new luggage. If you're looking for you know some new bags and stuff, definitely check this stuff out. I've got a Yeti backpack, one of the older ones, and one of the biggest things I like about it is the fact that I can put my big um, Yeti Rambler, the, the the water bottle, in the side pocket, and that's my boat bag. And so um, I throw that in the boat when we go, and it uh, it makes it nice. So that's uh, that's a nice deal as well. I mentioned it earlier, um, Stephen Browning moved to Ranger, and um, it sounded like from his press release that they sent me today that he was asked to come join the team. So that's a nice move for him, moving over from um, from Triton. And then of course Redcrest going on right now, um, Group A. Is is uh, the top ten? Jason, who were the who were those those anglers fishing today? Do you still have that up? Today, let's go back here real quick. Hang on, just a second. I was trying to see where you found that. I got it. Uh, group A: Andy Montgomery, Zach Bird, Stephen Browning, Andy Morgan, Kevin Van Dam, David Dudley, Mark Davis, Jacob Wheeler, Fred Rambanis, and Dustin Connell. So Thursday. Tomorrow, Brian Thrift, Ott Defoe, Takahiro Amori, Edwin Evers, Alton Jones, Anthony Gagliardi, Randall Tharp, Brent Chapman, Jordan Lee, and Michael Neal. Those are pretty stacked. Alton Jones Jr. Alton Jones Jr. Yes, Alton Jones Jr. Sorry. Alton Jr. So that's a that's gonna be a pretty good deal. I mean, did any have you guys watched any of this this weekend at all or this week at all? I have watched it. Thoughts? Fishing is pretty tough, I think. Um, water's really muddy. Well, it's you following in in, yeah. in early spring. But, so, I mean, know. that's... Uh, I, I've kind of had it on without any volume. I've kind of had it on a secondary screen as I'm working on it. my other screen. Yeah. And, I, you know, I was kind of interested yesterday, but when the top guys today aren't really aren't fishing, I mean, because they're already in, it, I, I lost interest really quick. I mean, uh it's just part of this game that I don't really like. No, I I agree, and it's funny. We actually had a phone call this morning with Sportsman's Warehouse, and and um, my our contact there was all excited about Brian uh, leading this event, but he didn't fully understand what the event was. 
And so I think oh, there's still a lot of confusion as to what it is and how it works. And I'm just, I just happened to glance up here and I, I want to know who I, I, I need to get the, the, um, the marketing information, the marketing director's got a name for Toro, because have you seen the boat they're using in their ad? It's like an 89 <clears throat> Stratus with an old Mercury two liter on it. I mean, it's, and it's, it's old. Like they, they I've, I've got some Ranger pictures they can use that would look really good in that deal. Um, y'all give me a call, 256-535-3217. I'd love to, I'll hook you up with them. I mean, it'd be great. Just, I'll, I'll trade you a mower, uh, a zero turn for uh, for some pictures. I can, I mean, I can oh, help wow. you there. So I really can uh, kind of increase your, your look there. But it made me look, so I guess that's part of their uh, part of their plan. But, um, but no, I mean, I, I'm like you, Ken. I've had it on. I've had to mute it. Um, I overheard um what's his name talking about the reason why the water's so muddy is because of the trolls that live under the bridges on eufaula i, I don't i don't understand did you hear that the whole lake's not muddy it's the upper end yeah. the lower end still fairly clear well for for eufaula i'm just telling you what i'm just telling you what their weather expert told me it's because the trolls live under the expert. bridge Oh uh, well later on i think they were talking about spongebob at one point well they were one of the few times i had the volume up yeah yeah, go ahead, David. You want to say something so bad? No, I was just gonna say I, I'm surprised you're not complaining about how many times they what mispronounced Chickamauga. It I was still. <laughs> I, I, I turned I, again. There's a volume. Are they pronouncing you follow correctly? <laughs> yeah. Please tell me they're they're announcing you follow. I literally have not listened to more than ten words from those guys because I can't. I just can't do it. So and I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not hating on them. But with our listener that chimed in via messenger uh, and let me know his thoughts, I'm I'm in 100% agreement with them. So completely. So anyway, there's your news and notes for this week. And I'm sure there's more coming up. But uh, your news and notes for this week, Jason, take us down the uh, coast account down the blast off rabbit hole. And oh let's, yeah, let's, let's jump into the coast accounts down the blast off that and hashtag see what's out there. Okay. I'm sorry I didn't hear you. So let's buy into that program and see how we do. I'm all about buying into things now. Oh, buy in. Yeah. Can you buy into this? I'm the, trying the to. Coast of Canada, I really up and get on the game with us. Sure. All right. Well, kicking off Thursday, a Bassmaster Elite Series on the Tennessee River. I like how they call it the Tennessee River because it technically is still it the is. Tennessee River. But we don't think of the Tennessee hey, River. Hey, real quick, real quick. I I just refreshed my page. Can I can I do, can I can I make one comment back with regards to Redcrest? Real quick. Okay. Yeah. And it's, and it's actually directed toward it's actually directed toward David because he gets the press releases too. But I will give a big kudos to my buddy Joe Opeger, which it's not Joe's doing by any means. But they sent out a press release on day one that Thrift leads day one of Red Crest. And guess what the picture is, David, Kenneth, Jason. Is it? Is it actually thrift? It's a picture of thrift, damn it. It's a picture of thrift. They have jumped their market share so much just by sending a damn picture of the guy leading the damn tournament. <laughs> Congratulations, boys. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I digress. Go ahead with the coast account. Donna. So let's slide oh. back into the slide, coast account and a blast off. Hashtag. See, see I, out there. this is me. Session. This is me still trying to buy an MLF. <laughs> That's what this is. I'm giving. I gave them props. It's a pro con pro. I don't recognize this, Chris Brown. Yeah, it's no, a pro con pro. Remember, <laughs> I was always taught that you know, you know, a pro, a con, a pro. Well, it's a con con pro, and this is it. 
So congratulations. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Bassmaster Elite Series on the Tennessee River out of Teleco, Fort Lauden. I mean, that's going to be a good event, right? Should be. Um, you know, we get a good breakdown of all the fantasy picks coming towards this, but um, I would, this is on our pick list this week, but I still, um, I still want to hear Kenneth's picks every now and then. Uh, I do miss this part of the show where we don't get to hear Kenneth's picks out loud because, you know, open your mouth, all those things. I still, I think some listeners miss the dead silence there. So Kenneth, just pick one tournament this week and kind of give us an idea of uh, of what we can expect weight-wise this week. Did you have any of your picks in? I'm not going to reveal anything for the ones that are on our picks because you hadn't put yours in either. (laughs) Nice try, Jason. (laughs) I mean, I am leading the event this week. so uh, (laughs) This week. Yeah, I'm glad you clarified. Ast- this there's week. gonna be an asterisk beside it because Kenneth didn't pick one week, you know. So I mean, it's just I think he did that on purpose, by the way. But anyway, okay, well, never mind. Oh, hang on, I'm hang just on, trying hang on. to give give our listeners what they want. So um, rolling on down the list here, the Big Bass Tour on Lake Conroe is that that's not on our picks, is it? Is that is that one of our picks this week? Yes, it oh, is. is. If, if you, okay, if, Lake Conroe Big Bass Tour, um, gonna be a great event. Get it, get signed up if you haven't already. Jump into that one. Um, Fish of the Men, talk about South to buy into a program. Country team, Santee Cooper, Fishers of Men, taken out of the John C. Land, the third landing. Well, so I like that there. Yeah, we try. Bass Champs, North Region, headed to Fork this week. Lake Fork, um, excited to see uh, Lake Fork get a good uh, Bass Champs event going on. Should be some good wakes this week, right? I mean, we're headed into. You know, should be. It's March. probably still going to be a little bit early, but um, it, it should still be. I mean, it, it should be. It should It'll be, be interesting to see what the effects of all this cold weather's had there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. A new one to the group here, I think. I haven't seen him on the tournament calendar lately. David, you can tell us a little bit more about him, maybe. The Fishing Stuff Extreme Team Series on Lake Wachita. They're brand David, new. know anything about this group? They're, it's, a brand new, it's, it's a brand new trail. So, Brand new trail. Brand All new right, trip. Lake Ochita. Some like, people, like, uh, what, like, like what? <laughs> Ochita. Oh, <laughs> what's it called? I, I thought it was Wachita. I'm sorry. Okay, no, I, I, I thought you said Ochita at first. I'm like, I heard the same. You heard it. You heard it. You heard it right here. I'll, I'll play it back. Damn it! Don't make I me. I know how to say that. Time. I know how to say that. It's I mean, wa- I've been there. Lake Wachita. Lake Wachita. Right? But you called it Ochita and Ochita. Oh, Chita. I've missed Chita. I've missed this part of the show to be honest with you. I mean, I, I'm going all Shit's Creek over here. I got so excited, you know. So, all right, rolling on down the Heartland Anglers Alabama Division. We can't ever leave them out. Uh, headed to the Wilson Lake this weekend, so um, should be a good event. It's going to be a lot of rain, I think, though. Um, looking think? into Saturday, sixty percent chance of rain in that area too. So, okay, Friday, um, a lot of rain Friday, Friday night. Yep. Four inches is what I'm hearing. So lots of rain coming. Um, Anglers Marine, El Capitan. Is that, I mean, it is spelled Capitan, Captain, but El Capitan too, right? Anglers Marine, South Carolina, California, South California, uh, El Capitan Reservoir. All right. This show is going downhill quick. (laughs) This is what we do. Media Bass. Mississippi South on the Pascagoula River. Kenneth, since it's not on our list, 
Pick the Pascagoula River this week. 14 pounds even. Okay. I like it. Good job. All right, write that down. He gets an extra point if he gets it right. So dead on the money though, nothing else. So all right, a couple more here. Pride of the South Delta Division, same group down there, kind of in that Mobile Delta area. So Mobile Delta, Tennessee Delta there. Same we picked them. We picked them the first week of the month, and they had like sixteen something won that event. So that was a good. Uh, it was actually a pretty good, pretty good deal. What's the dog yeah, doing? I'm sure they there? ran as north as they, as far north as they could. I'm sure they did. <laughs> All right, one more here. Let's get down here. The Texas tournament zone the ttz lake lbj should be a good event over there in texas this weekend so lots and lots it's good to see the scroll i mean you can scroll and scroll and scroll that tournaments are back this year you know we fought through the covid mess and and we made it back and we are just scroll after scroll after scroll. I mean, I'm still scrolling. I haven't reached all the tournaments for you, this week. You know so. why? You know why you're scrolling? It's that guy up there in the upper right hand, upper left hand corner. That's Mr. David Jong. He's the one that can care of all that for us and just absolutely knocking it out of the park. So, thank you, David, for uh, all you do there for uh, for the anglers and anglerschannel.com. So. Well, if your tournament's not on here and you want to get it on here, jump on the anglerschannel.com and jump up to the tournaments tab up there at the top, submit tournament or submit results. We'd love to have you added to the calendar. I mean, David could stay awake all night, continuing to add tournaments. So be sure to get those in. All as right. cold as it is up there, he needs something to do anyway. He really yeah. does. I mean, he can't go fishing. He can't <laughs> do take his gloves so. off. That's it. Don't want him to get you know bored or depressed or anything. No. <laughs> you know, I did see I did see a report today that uh, if you live up there, you have to have your ice shanties off the lakes by March fifteenth. Isn't that right, David? Is that what I've heard? I don't know. I, I don't ice fish really. So if you're still ice fishing all that time, uh, have fun. <laughs> I'm looking for open water have, at that have point. Fun. I'm not I'm not doing it, he says. It's just not gonna happen. So <laughs> well that's uh that's cool. All right, real quick guys. David, give me one thing you've learned this week. I, I learned that Ronnie Moore does a lot of researching and he knows his stuff more than I thought that he did from before. He's he's really good. Really good. Jason, what about you? I learned that you can make chicken salad out of somebody else's chicken crap. <laughs> Okay, I like it. I like it. I we, could say the other word, but you know, I don't want to get explicit on this. Well, podcast. it's not like we're not already explicit enough as it is. So <laughs> it's uh, it's good. Kenneth and yourself. Uh, I'm I'm drawing a blank. The first three things I came up with, I I can't discuss. <laughs> well, that's that's you. It you know what? If you ain't got nothing nothing nice to say, you can come sit by me. And most of the time, you do. So that, uh, <laughs> you sit by so, me. so we're uh, we're in good shape. So, folks, as always, thanks for tuning in to this crazy show. We appreciate you for listening, and we do encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review to this show in your favorite podcast app. We also ask you if you like the show. Go ahead and share it with your mom and them, and uh, feel free to chime in and give us your thoughts and opinions on the X-Zone hotline, 256-535-3217. With that said, on behalf of our guest tonight, the one and only Mr. Ronnie Moore. I mean, how can you not introduce him like that? I mean, he's so prim and polished on live. He does such a great job. Actually, I mean, I really did not know him out of college and know him when, he, when all he did was carry around the Pelican cases that held the Bass Track phones. And he was yeah. the kid that handed out the Bass Track phones to the marshals, right? And he 
busting his ass to get a job in there with Bass and at JM, and I just I couldn't be more proud for him because he's done the, done a great job. First time I saw him was at the Classic, and he was doing the same thing, but it was with GoPros. And I wanted to ask him if that was his very first job. I think it because I, I was in was. The, the lot doing interviews, and he was busting tail. Oh you know? yeah, and I was like, this kid. He's a good deal. He's he's always worked hard for, for what he's done, and it shows. He's a, he made he's a, it. He's a great kid. He, he really is. So for the AC Circus, I'm Chris Brown. Guys, have a great week and weekend. As always, God bless good fishing. Wash your damn hands. Wear your damn face mask. Put that PFD on and buckle it up tight. We'll see you next week. Don't take it personal. Thanks for listening to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, your number one tournament resource.